We need to pray. Welcome to Lisa J. Beauty Talk. We will be having a great conversation with some very creative and gifted beauty professionals. We um, ask you to pick up your journals, write down every nugget that motivates and inspires you. So, let's get started. I have today the creative and gifted LaFonya Page. LaFonya is a, a Kadari, the complete hair, the complete salon, excuse me. And then we have Lenise Robinson, who is joining us again, and she's with uh, Parlor, hey, the girl. salon, correct? Woo! Yes. And we have uh, Star Davis of Healthy Hair Republic. Okay, thank you ladies for joining me today. <laughs> I'm Lenise Robinson. I do own parlor salon, as Lisa stated earlier. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. Again, um, <laughs> been in the industry for about 12 years. I've been a salon owner for um, a standalone salon owner for a little over six years, and um, it's been amazing. I'm also an educator, so I educate for Mazzani, which is the texture brand under L'Oreal, and started that in. February, I also teach um, texture hair classes independently, as well as um, Twist and Talk, which you may have heard of, which is a, a hands-on twist class that I teach to clients, um, stylists as well, but mostly clients. And um, it's been an interesting journey. I'm enjoying it. And um, yeah, that's it. Um, okay, I'm Star Davis. I own Healthy Hair Republic. Um, I'm a celebrity stylist and uh, creator of Nima Hair Care, <coughs> which is a um, hair care brand developed, um, made, curated by me, and um, executed by me and Miss Jackson. Um, and I have been a salon owner for five years now, and I love it. changes that we have, you know, with um, the way we do things, it's not operations, 
some of us, um, for me, I think it's harder for some of us, and you hear, we do hear people complain that, you know, beauty professionals is because they were lacking in doing some of the stuff, you know, like barbicide, you know, just certain things anyway. So that's why, um, to me, it's harder for some people to transition. So, but tell me um, what things, what we can do to stay inspired during this time. So I'll start. I think the industry has done a really great job during this time of just pivoting and, and allowing us to be educated virtually versus in person, which has also helped to drive the cost down of classes. Because classes are, you know, if you just start now, it can be kind of expensive. So because it's offered virtually, it's, it's not always the high ticket price. And for me, education is always inspiring. Like I try to stay in classes because that's what motivates me to go back to the salon and try something different and try a new skill that I haven't been, you know, accustomed to doing. Um, and it's just always encouraged me to just stay relevant and stay fresh because the industry changes so fast. Right, so. which is good because the virtual classes, um, Zoom, or, you know, however, mm -hmm. was really helpful for me during the time um, because I really took a lot of Zoom classes and they were free. Yeah. Um, don't be, she's a funny making faces because, <laughs> because I end up, she's like, why you ain't tell me, you know, but then she ended up taking them and they were all free classes mm -hmm. and they were celebrity stylists doing the classes, you know, so it was really, really good. So Zoom and virtual classes, and like you said, the cost now mm -hmm. is down. So some people are doing it for free. Some people are doing it for $25, $50, yeah. you know, uh, or what have you, but and even 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 business classes, you right. know, because that's another thing to do in this downtime, where some people are slower. I'm not necessarily slower, but I, it has kind of stretched my schedule out a bit. So, just restructuring your and getting your business in order, because a, a lot of because stylists are artists at the end of the day, and so a lot of times they don't do both. Um, but just taking that time to do that too is it can be inspiring. Fellowship come. 
I would say, however you want to say, with other professionals, but what are some of the other things? When I say other things, now we, we can say that to all stylists, okay, but we all are business owners. So as a business owner and um, motivating a team, having a team to keep inspired, you know, what would be, you know, some of the things that you, you all would say to that? Well, one of the things I do know is the team, they feed off your energy and your spirit. And so I had to just make sure that my energy was up. I had to make sure that I was feeding my spirit and, you know, staying relevant so that when I went back to the salon, I could give it to them, you know, where they were trying to figure out how this is going to work or what are we going to do about this or how we do this. It was already a plan for it, you know, so I think just already having a plan for um the things that might have been a challenge, you know, um, I could probably have something in place. Okay. Yeah, I think that's key to just people want to feel secure and they want to feel like, you know, as a business owner, as a salon owner, your number one job really is to take care of your stylist. And so I think your staff wants, they want to feel protected. They want to feel thought of. And so whether you're continuing to have team meetings or calls or Zoom check-ins with your team, or like you and like you and um, Lafayette did, just sharing the classes with your team. Hey guys, here's what I'm taking. You know, you may want to jump on this. Here's something to keep you motivated. Um, I know when I was out, when we were in quarantine, I've walked a lot, but sometimes even just doing that as a team, you know, meet me at the river, we're gonna walk this trail, just to like keep them engaged, I think is, um, it's probably one of the things that I would take away from this this time. Okay, that's good because that's doing something outside mm -hmm. of the salon per se. Right. Um, still active. Mm -hmm. And it, it, you have great conversation on that walk, you know, right. about some things, you know, whether it's some things they need to see, mm -hmm. um, what they need to do to move forward or, you know, different things like that. Star, do you have anything? One of the things I would too when you have downtime like that because we again a lot of stylists and even salon owners are just artists but when you take that time to like pour into your people so when you have downtime hey what are you working on what do you want to accomplish and how can I help you get there and that because we don't always do that because we're working with guests right. you know we're working with clients day in day out and when we leave we don't want to talk that's me anyway. I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> so when we have that downtime, like taking that opportunity to check in with each person and see how we're doing, because we're not only going through a pandemic, like we're going through layers of trauma right now. So like really checking in, because it's not about the money at the end of the day. It's about encouraging the person, you know? Yeah. 
because you know, um, and we get like, okay, stylists now have to consider uh, building a business around being social distancing. Mm -hmm. You know, wearing a mask, wearing the shields. You know, and you can't do as many people in a day as you could. And some salons, I'm not sure about you, at this time being standalone. And being standalone is basically, you know, suite mm -hmm. ownership. You know, it's hard to have an assistant. I can't have one. Right, because <laughs> of the space. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because of the space. And it's only a one per, per you know. So um, that's a challenge, too, for styles because it looks like, um, okay, my money is not going to be the same. Um, and for me, I was willing to do my days off, go in, one or two people, you know, I, I mean, some point it's like, okay, you go ahead and go ahead and do that. You know, well, you know, that's not necessarily but, true, though, because yeah. one of the classes that I took in quarantine, you talked about block scheduling. Mm -hmm. And so that I didn't have to raise prices, mm -hmm. but I shifted the way that I book clients so that I wouldn't feel that loss of, you know, I'm used to seeing seven to eight people a day in a salon. Now I'm down to like four people, yeah. maybe five. So I had to shift the way that I approach my business. Again, this is why you got to stop and take those classes, listen to other stylists and be inspired by them because people have different backgrounds and so they may be able to give you little nuggets to make sure that you don't feel that loss as much, you know, as you would if you just had to stop taking that many people, you know, because that would have hurt. Like if I had to, if I, I did have to cut my clientele in half, but I didn't have to cut the money in half just based on the way that I schedule yeah, clients. That, that has really helped me too, that block yeah. scheduling. Um, so at the beginning of quarantine, me and Lanice different in this, I had an assistant at the beginning of quarantine. And so I was able to get more people in, but after I no longer had an assistant, I had to shift to pretty much the, how she does things. She was humble. I was humble, honey. Humble. <laughs> okay. Humble. Um, definitely quiet. My back hurts, yes. girl. Um, but I will say that it's <laughs> really helped me because I... I don't yeah. do no shampooing, but I, I shampoo every day. Yeah. Um, but uh, the block scheduling helped me to see my money the same, if not more, to be honest, because mm -hmm. I don't have a whole lot of money going out um, for assistance. Now, that will change um, just because on the body, it's just going to be, it's too much. Yeah. So, um, so much. getting an assistant as I transition to my next phase of my business, um, along with adding more people, um,
worthy of being used. It's just that I prefer professional products. For me, I just look at the fact that people see what you do and assume they can do it. Then there's things, then you get those things like chemicals damage your hair. No, chemicals don't damage your hair. Yeah. It's the fact that you're trying to relax your own hair. Mm -hmm. You're trying to put color in it because you see us do it. And we're professionals. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, I, I was still a client and then, I mean, I can kind of figure out how to do my own pack, but I don't. I would say that that, to be honest for me, is kind of an annoyance um, because, you know, they come in with all these preconceived notions. Well, thankfully, our current, well, a lot of my current clients don't do that, but for the ones that do, and they try new stuff, and then it ends up the hair. Something happens to the hair, whereas I mean, in the negative regard. And before, when you were following the regimen that I had laid out for you, or used the products that I told you about, then everything was fine. And then you went and added avocado, eggs, cheese, and milk to the hair. And now breakfast. Okay, you added breakfast. Okay, not this And now, you know, the hair is like coming out just because you saw a YouTuber do it. And that is no shame to the YouTubers who I like to style to decide to give out the information. Um, but it is not. Yeah, because YouTubers will tell you what's great for them. Yeah. Yeah. Where as a professional, we see all textures, you know, yeah. all day. I do want to say, though, that I do like to know a little bit about what's out there. I don't know much about the products. You know, obviously, we're professionals, so we buy professional-grade products. But I want to know a little bit because when they come in saying, you know, I've used Cantu, I need to be able to articulate why I don't want you using Cantu. And I don't know that unless I know a little bit about how it works, but also just, I, I question my clients about it when they come in. If, I, if somebody comes in and they're like, you know, I, I've been using, I hate to say brands, so I won't, XYZ um, or, you know, ABC. Well, how did your hair feel? Because this is what it looks like when you came in, but how does it feel? What happens? You know, did you like it? Did you not like it? Just so that I can understand, so that I can t speak intelligently to other clients that come in with these same products and they have these same issues. So, um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's tough to like, day in, day out, hear these people like, oh, I use, especially when it's my regular clients and you all know that I have products and you know that I educate and you still go out here and use what, you know, <laughs> Susie, Susie Mae told you to put in your hair. Right. Like, it's hair, right. crazy. It's hair. It's it is. Right. It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just getting, a, you know, so, and that's the thing, you know, we have clients that totally support us, you know, mm -hmm. totally support us, but then you have those, they support us to a certain level. Right. You know, they don't want to buy the product, the retail we have, mm -hmm. because they feel like, you know, make, the cost is different. Mm -hmm. You know, the cost is different. However, I'm going to continue to retail. Mm -hmm. You know, I have learned that retail is a good, um, a good tool to have within a business, you know, to be able to retail the product that you I don't want to retail the products that the beauty stores sell because it, 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 they're, they are limited in their professional, you know, mm -hmm. professional. And it's, an, it's part of your experience. Right. It's part of what you, why you come to me. You know, right. the cost is different, but so are the results, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Right. So, um, so us educating ourselves on 
product knowledge, different product knowledge. You know, I get respect. But see, for me, when you come and say you've been using product ABC, XYZ, whatever, for me, my answer is I, I don't know anything about those products. Mm-hmm. That's my answer. I don't even want to know. Because yeah. then I don't even have to, for me, I don't want to have to keep comparing A, B, and C to X, Y, and Z. Why you should be doing this mm-hmm. with LMO instead of, mm-hmm. you know, these. I don't want to do that. This is why I use this product and this is why. But that's a good point. Yeah, because as a consumer, my first question is, well, why should I buy yours and not use my? I'm just going to go home. I'm going to tell you, okay, but I'm going right. to go home and use mine. If you can't tell me why I should right, use right, this. Right. You know what and I mean? That's right. So that's why I said I see your point mm-hmm. in it, you know, though. Um, now versus, you know, because I have another stylist, a friend of mine, she's like, she don't really, she, everything I could do is fly stores. It's what she used from a color line, everything. And I'm like, girl, no, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's, I, for me, I feel like when it comes to the chemicals is where, you know, the clients go and try. I can't afford the relaxer. Yeah. You know, it's like I just yeah. had a client. She put a relaxer in her hair, and she told me what brand she used. Okay, I know of the brand. I don't know the brand, okay? But, y'all, she had hair that came coming out of her head straight like Mr. Ed, mm. okay? <laughs> so she used one relaxer. But she would have needed three relaxers off the shelf. And she, so okay. it was like she never had a relaxer. Uh-huh. So all she did was wet her hair, you know, made a little oily, you know, because yeah. she was working it in. From having the shine and everything. Okay. But the <laughs> relaxer wasn't doing anything because it wasn't enough, mm. you know, to do it. So, so, okay. And sometimes I think our clients want us to just um, take control. Yeah. You know, when they come in and they say, girl, you know, Mm-hmm. If you do this, this will get you these results. You know, sometimes they don't even want, um, they just want you to just say it. They just want you to be able to just say, this is going to do this, that you have, that mm-hmm. you've been using. Because they have spent a lot of money on products. My client, one client told me she knows she has spent a couple of hundred dollars on order her products for her hair texture. She was like, I don't know if I got four B, two C. I said, where are you getting the number from? You know? <laughs>
if I think if they stick with us as professionals, and we know we can tell you, we know your hair texture, so we can tell you exactly what will work for your hair. You know, but again, you have to try it. It's just like you know medication. You know, I, I've done, and I explain to them that way too as well. You know, it's like medication. We take the medication for something. We don't get instant results. Mm -hmm. You know, we may have to take it for three days to get, you know, to, for it to start really working in our body. Some medicines we have to take even longer. So you, it's the same thing. Your hair has to get a cut, be, become accustomed to the product. It could be the right product for your hair. The very first product or the brand you, you did, but you didn't, you, you didn't use it long enough. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I think, you know, us being, you know, having product knowledge as professionals, Again, I've learned something. I'm going to jot it down, but I do need to know what the beauty supply stores <laughs> have, you know, so I can be able to tell them why and what, mm -hmm. you know, what I think that hair needs or whatever versus what it's getting. Um, so, and, and then, again, we can learn these things by going to, as professionals, we can go to the websites of these, of these um, companies right now because we're not really having a lot of classes. They're doing virtual classes. We can go read up information. A lot of professional um, brands or websites, you literally have to put your cosmetology license in. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to put that number in. And I, you, can, you won't even get a price. You won't even get any information unless you do that. So mm -hmm. as professionals, you know, I believe that that's a good thing for us to be able to do you know, learn how to be professional. You know, we really won't take, uh, you know, Mercedes to the Volkswagen dealership for oil change. Right. I mean, we won't do that, right? So mm -hmm. it's the same thing. I mean, for me, that's the way I see it. What about you, Phil? Well, mm -hmm. I, one thing I'd like to tell my clients, um, don't, what I do in here, I feel like any stylist does in their chair is back to having the quality service. You're not going to put McDonald's on back Fifth Avenue quality service. You're just not going to do that. So that's making your point about it. You, you've done, you've come to a professional. You trusted the professional. You need to also trust them with your product recommendations. Um, because we're giving good quality stuff. We have our licenses. We know Most of us know what we're doing. So, yeah, I mean, we just got to have that trust. We got to figure out how to gain that trust all the way around if we don't have it. Too. I like to tell my clients, commit to the commitment. Mm -hmm. Commit right. to the commitment. It's a commitment, so mm -hmm. you got to be willing to commit to it. Right. And if not, you're going to keep going in circles. Because honestly, sometimes, even as a professional, sometimes it's trial and error with products mm -hmm. and with, you know, certain styles. And so, um, you know, I'm very transparent about that with clients, especially if it's a new guest. Look, I don't really know your hair yet, so let's try this. If this, if you don't like the results of this, when you come back, we'll talk about it. We'll try something else. But you know, just being clear and just making sure they know that it is, it is a journey. Like it's not gonna happen overnight. You got to stick with it though. So. And, and I'm glad you said that because the other part is, you know, I, I think and I talk about this all the time. You know, I look at hair products um, just like medication. You mm -hmm. know, at some point, sometimes certain things stop working. Yep. You know, Mm-hmm. 
how to do these techniques. Maybe at this time, whether it's my clientele base has, you know, um, lower, I'm not doing the money, making the money I need, so I gotta think uh, money-wise. I gotta, you know, think like, like the class either has to be free or it has to be at a low cost so I can afford it at this time. But I know if I if I get this technique down, that I can bring people in. And, you know, I can I can get more business in. How do I find those particular Talking to other professionals, because I, I just did a deposit for a class <laughs> just from talking to Star. You know, um, I you just did put a deposit. I did because I didn't want it to sell out. The Mito method. I don't know. So when is that? Look, we are all. I'm doing the December seventh one. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> it was, and she just opened it up. Yeah, so yeah, just from talking to okay. other professionals, really, and and like seeing what you like and following those stylists, and a lot of times, like for me, you know, people like my twist styles, and so after a while, I was like, okay, well, let me let me do a class. So sometimes they'll, if you like a stylist, then sometimes they're educators too, and they'll do a class because they have a following for it already. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think just connecting with other stylists and networking and um, seeing what they're doing, kind of like what Star said before, you know, just staying inspired by talking to other stylists because everybody is out here doing different things. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if LaFanya is working on some new thing, I'm talking to her about it. I'm like, oh, you know what? That might be something I could do. And then whoever I'm talking to is going to do the same thing. So right. I think just staying connected, really. And I also think, Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I know that you specialize in method and she does classes, you know, where the class is normally $150, you know, you can decide, I mean, can I pay you the rest next week? But <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right. so, you know, but you have to open your mouth. Right, right. you have not because you ask not. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah. that's so funny because <laughs> I was doing something and um, <laughs> the girl, she was selling something on a live, <laughs> and somebody actually put that in there, you know, can I um, get number um, eight and pay you next week? And I'm like, did you just put this? <laughs> oh, you know, but and then I thought, okay, you have not because you asked not, mm-hmm. you know, and it's something, you know, to some point, it's nothing wrong with it, you know, yeah. you can't offend it, you prepare for the no yeah. and accept the yes yeah. when it comes, mm-hmm. like sure. So, but, but. Well, I was going to say that, you know, because Richmond, just speaking in this city, is so small. I feel like everybody does something that you can learn from. So, really, it's it's not anything to just, hey, Lisa, I don't know how to do pixie cuts this way. Do you think you could teach me that? And then I could teach you this. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, right. A barter, a, a, bar, a complete barter. And that's yeah. some stuff you just not allowed. Matoli method. You can't teach that to nobody. No. Um, but other than that. You know, if it's not under contract or if you're not, you haven't signed an NDA, it is no problem with teaching something to the next person. At the end of the day, it's so many clients out here. Yeah. You're not going to lose now one single thing by teaching it or bartering. You know, you have to make your money, so whatever, bartering to learn a technique from somebody else. Um, and I think that I have been very blessed to have several stylists around me that have taught me different things at no cost. Um, and I've taught them things as well. So get your network up. That's okay. What I'm, I'm okay, okay, that's good. Okay, so now give me 
that is, is inspiring you at this moment. You know, I know we talk about the virtual class is, in, is, is ways of inspiration, ways of staying inspired, you know, different things. But for you as an individual stylist, professional, salon owner, you know, woman, however you, you know, what is it that, that inspires you? This is an ongoing thing, you know, like some of us may say, you know what, well, I read a lot. That inspires me. I, I make sure I read, you know, um, okay. I, 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 I search Pinterest all the time. That's how I stay inspired or whatever, you know, just one thing. So my, I write my numbers down. That is actually what inspires me. I will, my friends know I love the calculation. I will whip out that calculator, try to let me add it up real quick. Um, that keeps me inspired. Um, and not just for the financial piece, but just so I can clear out my mental space with things that I have going on once I get the numbers out and on the paper. Um, so that is like one of the, I don't know why, it just, it does it for me. Once I start writing down, but usually that comes after a solid conversation with girlfriends, like my homegirls <laughs> too, who, yeah. Like Saturday night, um, I was on the phone, we were on the phone, a three-way call, me, Lanise, and our other friend, Talitha, and um, I got to calculate the child rules on that bus. See what I can do for 2021, 20, and um, since then I've been really pumped up. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my thing. Well, that that actually is was a good segue for mine because mine honestly is my circle. Like my friends are and family just so supportive, and I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of business owners um, who are successful in their own right. And so even just, even me leaving, cause this is the second career for me. So even me leaving my corporate job to do the salon thing full time was inspired by friends who came, moved away, came back home and was like, I'm about to open this business. And I'm like, okay, but I've been here and I still ain't opened my business <laughs> and they didn't surpass me. Nope, let me get on it. You know what I mean? So just having that circle that is is not only inspiring but also able to hold me accountable to what I've committed to doing and um, yeah that's that's my biggest inspiration and I just want to say that I know you know what she said somebody did a, their they made moves that inspired her mm -hmm. to make moves not she didn't say they made moves I can't let them outdo me <laughs> She didn't make it a competition. I just need to say that because mm -hmm. that's what we do. People mm -hmm. do, you know what I'm saying? We do. It's like, oh, no, I can't. Mm -mm, they mm -hmm. can't pass me. I got to go and do that. That's not what she said. She literally said <laughs> <laughs> I was inspired to make moves yes. from somebody else's moves. Well, can I add to that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say that me and Lenise, we do not compete at all. No. Um, however, we do everything together. So if I do it, she do it. It's she very codependent. It. It's very unhealthy. So that's a, it's a different thing. When you said that, it's like, dang, she did that. I'm going to do it. Like, it's so yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. But that's exactly how it is, which is why I feel like we haven't been able to grow together. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And because you, you support each other. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's not like, um, Lenise, okay, this is what I want to do. I, you know, she jots everything down in her journal and she keeps it to herself. Star doesn't know until bam, Lenise has done it. That's not it. No. Mm -mm. Lenise, this is a move. Okay, you know what? That sounds. I mean, you know, we really because, and I'm telling you, you know, even with Star, um, as I've shared before, we shared before. Star is my blood niece. We are niece. This is my niece, not my 
But even with Nima, you know, we talked and, you know, Star, uh, you know, just in conversations, you know, I don't know her formula. I don't. I told her I don't want to know. Even if I knew her, I'm not inspired to, to, to <laughs> That's not product. your problem. That's not, no. Right. And then, you know, it's the weighing and the knowing the numbers and knowing, <laughs> keeping the formulas. And, mm-hmm. No, I'm. But I let her know that she, you keep that. You know what I'm saying? Because you do have people that will. If they find out this mm-hmm. such and such, then everybody's trying to be, you know, product, have products or whatever. Well, no. But, and you know what her response was? Well, hey, if you do, it's not going to be the same. It's two different companies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most people won't. I, I definitely wouldn't look at it like that. Now, will I share? Will I write down some stuff in the journal and share with, you know, Star, even with, you know, LaFonia? Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. You know, because even though we're in the same industry and some of our dreams and goals may be 100% the same, but we're different. But we're yeah. different. And people, different. a lot of what we, we do is relationship-based. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, you may say, you know, you might go, okay, well, Bernice doing that. But Star already did that. Or Star mm-hmm. doing that. But Lisa. No, it's not you know, okay. yeah. We really right. don't. <laughs> and I know you. But you know, but a lot of times, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say a lot of times, because I hear this from people a lot, you know, keep your um, goals close. You can't share nobody. Listen, if you feel like that, you got the wrong people around you. Right. You, you have what, yeah. the wrong people you, you in your do, circle. That's the thing. Um, and, and if you, I'm, to a certain, I know people. I know who to share what with. Mm-hmm. I know who has, who I've got their support, who has my back mm-hmm. when it comes to certain things because you just got to know so you know don't take this you know this part of the conversation wrong the wrong way I just you know the way she said it was the fact that I saw somebody make a move and they did their next move and that's what I desire to do mm-hmm. Why, what am I waiting for let me go ahead and make this move mm-hmm. let me ask the question yeah that's the other part and right that's
Lanise here, and you can follow me at at Parlor RVA, and that's Parlor with a U, so it's P A R L O U R R V A, just to be slightly bougie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us.